I've studied my lines, I got my script, buddy. I'm Ralph Fiennes, understudy. And I hope that I don't get recast. Cause it's a podcast. Use the seed, glass of our common cold. Keep taking pills to make it grow. It's a synergy that no one knows. A synergy that no one knows. Yeah, yeah. Binding. Boom, bop, bop. Isaac. Boom, bop, Binding. Boom, da, da. Isaac. Boom, da, da. Hey, everybody. It's me, Brayton Cameron. One of the hosts of Teenage Dirtbag with me. So, this is Gary Butterfield. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gary. How's it going? I, I, I'd say that uh, going, going better now. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. In an umbop, <laughs> you took my day from, from doing all right to doing even a little bit better. Oh, good, good. And that's what can happen in, in an, an umbop. In, just, in a real quick umbop. Yeah. Uh, so this video, you know, oh. I, there's no beating around the bush. We should just mention we're going to be doing umbop by uh, Hanson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... By the end of this episode, I hope that we figure out the exact conversion chart of how long an umbop is. Yeah, I, how I'm many guessing umbops per parsec. Per, per, yes. <laughs> parsec is distance. Yeah, I know how many how the time per distance. Like okay. how many umbops yeah. do you get in a parsec? Well, I, I, it depends on how fast you're going. Oh, see, that's why that's that's why. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why I need to watch the DVD. Yeah, the DVD yeah. extras explain all of the mbop physics. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, oh. And how you calculate the mbopulons. <laughs> um, man, mbop. Um, Brayton. Yes. And, and I, I, have a, I have an ulterior motive for this, but I'm gonna, I have to ask you. Okay. What you drinking? What you drinking? Oh, Gary, I'm drinking a uh, freshly purchased Frem or Freem, depending mm. on, on who you are, uh, IPA. Ooh, I like, I like that word Freem a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Straight from beautiful Hood River, Oregon. Oh, I've never been. Oh, it's lovely. It's a, it's a tourist town uh, where you can get down. <laughs> where the taffy's laffy and the laffy taffy is chaffy. Hood River. <laughs> Chaffy Laffy Taffy doesn't sound like too just, great. Just like what, like a bunch of helicopters are pursuing Solid Snake, and he just throws a handful of wrappers up into the sky <laughs> to disorient our, them. Our rotor blades can't handle the taff. Dun 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 dun. Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Oh. Okay, now ask me. <laughs> oh, uh, Gary, what are you drinking? Sumal. Per- Portugal's uh, number one soda. Oh, what flavor is Sumal, I, Portugal's I, number one soda? I'm, uh, it comes in all many varieties. Okay. Uh, Laranje. Uh, that's okay. the only. That's the only fruit that I know the name in uh, the Portuguese word for, and it's pretty much orange. Okay. Um, yeah, I would assume so. Orange. I'm drinking passion fruit right now, though. Oh, I see. It's delicious. That sounds good. I don't know if I've ever had passion fruit soda before. Well. Assuming you come to my birthday party, my tiny puppets themed birthday party, I'll be serving Sumal. Uh, I have four cans of passion fruit Sumal and four cans of sweet pineapple Sumal. 
That sounds very fancy. Yes. Uh, the pineapple's a little... I, I like the passion fruit a little bit better. Okay. Okay. But uh, passion fruit and... It comes in 11.15 ounce cans. <laughs> They're like weird little squat buddies. Is that like a like a conversion to metric that works out in a weird way or something? Like how how yeah, it's like 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 Canadian dollar. Yeah, of, yeah of exactly. Weight. It's the Canadian dollar of weight. I'd say it's about 1.3 umbops of soda. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, let, let's let's umbop it to it. Gary, before we umbop it too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got an elevator pitch for you. Oh, I if love you it. think you can handle it, I, 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 my day just got umbopped a little bit more. Okay, Gary, uh, I want to play out a little scenario for you. You and your buds are hanging out for the big game. Okay, hey, the pigskin is going through the air. That's right. And uh, your buds are getting hungry, but you don't want to just reach for the phone and order some za. You want to give them something a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Now, you think to yourself, you've got stuff for sandwiches. That's great, but you don't want to give them just any old dirty bologna no. on rye. No, I'm not going to give them dirty bologna if they're my buds. And not if we're trying to watch a pigskin. Right, they're your buds. But also, you don't want to go too fancy, Mm-mm. right? You don't want to reach in there and get get some crazy wackadoo thing, and then they'll all scoff at you. Because Ooh. at this point, it's the big game, and, and uh, toxic masculinity is at its uh, highest. Would, perhaps would you like to uh, spread some hollandaise sauce on this duck orange for me? Gee. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. what is this so, football? Boink, kicked in the balls. Yeah. I'm done. I have to leave so, and go home. I found the perfect solution right in between these two things. Mayonnaise and aioli. I bring you mayoli. It is a combination of <laughs> mayonnaise and aioli. Look, it is the subtle uh, sophistication of an aioli with the sandwich moistening <laughs> juggernaut that is mayonnaise. <laughs> of the people uh, <laughs> mayoli uh, of the people but also a yeah. little bit above them uh, like mayoli is like a, is like the movie gladiator mm. like it's like it's like a a, a version like a, a you know normal everyday yeah. kind of person who goes above their station right. to become a mighty gladiator yeah floor. but almost dies in the process that's the key like not yeah. Not, you know, they've gone above their station, but they haven't gone way above their station. Exactly. They're they're not Emperor exactly. Commodus. <laughs> <laughs> the uh that's a Thank that's you. a great idea. Uh is it just made by mixing mayonnaise uh, and aioli? They're basically the same thing anyway. So, uh you okay. know, we just slap a label on it. <laughs> it's the uh the product does, does a lot of work with its font. Yes. It's one of those products where mm-hmm. it's it's largely unchanged, but uh, there, there's some font that suggests. Yeah, and then what we'll do eventually is my my bigger plan is that we'll roll out flavored mayolis, and then mm. eventually we'll bring it back and we'll introduce simply mayoli, which will <laughs> which will go back to the original flavor uh, with like one organic product, and then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mayoli classic, mayoli real sugar. Yeah, the uh, yeah seventies mayoli. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, I'm extremely uh, into that. Okay. Um, 
That sounds really good. You caught me at a hungry moment. Good. Because in an imbop, you can go from not being hungry to being hungry. Yeah. Yeah. During, oh, what was that? Oh, sorry. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was holding in a burp and it, like, that was the exit of it. I, I, I appreciate your restraint of holding it back like a shotgun. Yeah. Like a charged shot. And then it just kind of came out as a, Hurgh. yeah, it's, it's okay. Like a, a zombie moan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone raise your sumal yeah. to Hanson. Okay. Um, this song, this is, uh, we're in summer jam season. Yeah. This is a, this is a definitive summer jam. This is totally a jam for the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Like this was inescapable. Yeah, it's it's fascinating um, thinking back at it, like how up until we decided to do this song, I had not listened to it probably since like two summers after it came out. Me too. Uh, and and just every once in a while, I would I would think about it, and I was like, "There's something to that." And I would see there's some people who I know uh, or tangentially know who are big fans. Mm-hmm. This band. And people who, are, who I'm friends with, uh, my friend Rachel in Chicago is a really big Hanson fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like, they're the, you know, they're the, like the Hanson truthers. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they continue to create very like wholesome sort of like fifties pop inspired like music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, they didn't stop. Yeah. Um, as evidenced by this Washington post article, is there life after Umbop? <laughs> Hanson. Yes. That Hanson turns 25. <laughs> So apparently, the uh, except for except for many, he's still Zach, the adorable shaggy-haired preteen pounding out umbop. I do not like the phrase "pounding out umbop," dude. <laughs> like, yeah, just, especially when you think about preteens pounding yeah, out preteens umbops. pounding out umbops. Like yeah. that—that that is very much a tag. It could it could be yeah multiple tags. Um, they're still really wholesome, and they've always been wholesome in a way that, to me, that screams child abuse. And I don't, I don't think that's fair, but isn't it? Couldn't you like it didn't happen, you know? And it yeah. would have come out by now, but wouldn't? Couldn't you imagine like, you know, just coming out that their parents are, you know, terrible, extremely monsters. strict, yeah, extremely strict monsters, like Joe Jacksons. Yeah, yeah, like like it's my two dads, but both of them are Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it definitely could happen, and you you have to worry about that whenever there's I don't know like child actors or child performers. Like yeah. that's a thing that I'm concerned about 14 12 and 10 when this hit Boy, that uh, you know 14 and 12 sounds right but 10 that kid looks like maybe he's seven that, yeah that, that drummer tops 10 years old Dude, there's the weird little alternate universe malcolm in the middle that formed this band <laughs> <laughs> 10 years old and like they turn it seems like they they seem like they're okay yeah and that's like fascinating like that's the miracle of this song is that like these guys? Like, can you imagine getting this kind of success when you were ten? Ten. You know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, and I also get, like get the feeling that they're like the brothers that didn't have any friends outside of their brother. Oh my god! Yes. Like, uh, did, did or you, their parents. Yeah. Like they're they're the most homeschooled looking people I've ever seen in my life. Did like, you? Did you see <laughs> the movie uh, The Wolf Pack? Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of <laughs> reminds me of that a little bit. Of that. You know, they're the song pack. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> it didn't rhyme or anything. It's not my best work. So no, no. Um, so th- this video is kind of a pastiche video, and I know we've been doing a lot of these. we got a nice narrative video coming up next. Yeah. But this is just where there's just kind of scenes that are worth talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's also the kind of video where I think that I've never paid attention to it before. Yeah. For the show. 
And there's some stuff that just, like, quite frankly, doesn't make a lot of sense. No, no, it's it's kind of all, there's a lot of B-reel that makes it into the A-reel <laughs> kind of thing in uh, in this song. I'm just thinking of logistics, like, because, you know, that's unfortunately where my brain goes. Where oh, I'm like, sure. They left their house. Uh, let me just spell this out uh, for okay. everyone. They le- we'll, we'll, we'll talk about what happens in the, uh, yeah. in the, the video. They, they leave their house. Uh, they call a cab, which they get on the corner, which then takes them to what appears to be the next block over, mm-hmm. where they then catch a bus to go to the beach, where they climb into a cave that lets out on the beach, and then which, they're also in a parking lot? I don't know. Shortly after that, they travel through time. Yes. Um, and also, it should be noted that... When and they space. G- Yes, time and space. When they leave, uh, they are playing the song. Yeah. So it cuts back to like before they went on this mystical journey mm-hmm. uh, several times. Um, and there also there's lots of like just kind of general horseplay too. Like you can just imagine the director just being like, "You're brothers, be brothers." Yeah. You know, like horse it up. Uh, like the little guys doing monkey bars in the bus in a way that like feels very unsafe. Yeah, yeah, but also a thing that definitely an unsupervised ten year old would do. One hundred percent. However, he's being supervised. There's a fourteen-year-old here who looks at least twenty-seven, <laughs> and he never looks younger. Yeah, he's, he's the. Uh, so go to the beach. All the kids go to the beach. Yeah. Next in Times Square, the little one comes out of a gar- garbage can. Yeah. So, uh, but that's like the thing that's weird is that yeah they like in a city and then they yeah, are it's not Times Square, but. they're also in uh, like. Oh, like 1910 New York. Yes. He, him coming out of the garbage can travels them through time back to the days of the newsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just kind of hanging out in real green screening it up in, in, you know, the gangs of New York are about to come out and claim their three latest victims, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the Hansons versus the dead rabbits. Yeah. yeah the dead, dead rabbits. Like, Bill the Butcher and Smiley Jake. Yeah. Who is stronger? Yeah. The um, Smiley Zach. Yeah. Sorry. Zach with just a C? Where does that get wow, off? Wow. That is... I, I don't yeah. understand that at all. That's yeah, unfortunate. Um, so so more of them kind of playing. And, and I got to I gotta say a little bit about how their general steez mm-hmm. is. Like when they're playing, like they're real happy. Yeah. In a way that I don't really like. Like they smile a lot while playing music. <laughs> Which never feels natural to me. Sure, sure. You know, like, I think that that's, uh, again, that feels like somebody off stage, like, making them do, making the smile motion like the Joker. Yeah. In in order for them to, to you know, win more teenage hearts. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that as well. Um, now, we were of the tender age uh, of, uh, again, to bring up toxic masculinity, uh, pretty heavily, uh, where the idea of liking Hanson would label you as uh, somehow effeminate in our when yeah, it yeah. came out, yes. Um, yeah. And yet, I, I'm watching this, and I'm, I'm like, they are playing in front of a giant pansy, like that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the flower they chose to grow. I mean, come on, yeah, they're they're definitely not trying to avoid that, but because I mean, the thing. The confusing part, like when you're when you're a kid, yeah, you know, is like this is uh, this this is music kind of this is like for girls. This is like, you know, yeah, this is kind like, of pop music, like, like boy band, tiger stuff. beat, yeah, yeah, like boy band, tiger beat stuff. So, like when you were a young man, 
like I, I remember I, I didn't like this. I was 17. I, I wasn't like hateful about it, yeah. you know, but I was just like, this is baby stuff for girls. Uh, cause it's kind of children's music for girls. Like, yeah. It's, uh, I don't have any like issues with it. It's just not really like my thing. It's real catchy and real poppy and like get stuck in your head really easily. I just, yeah. I don't want it. It it feels like, and it feels this now on Revisit, but even felt like at the time, that there's no difference between this and the Kids Bop version of this. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a Kids Bop version of Mbop? Oh, I, I bet you there is. Oh. Um, I, I don't know that, but it sounds like a Kids Bop song. It's you know? true. It does. Like, um, you know, all, like right out the right out the gate. It, I mean, it helps it too with vocalists are children. <laughs> yeah, it, it's already a kid. Like, it's sung by 10-year-olds. 10, 10 so if you want to, I can watch this video here of what if Mbop was done by, like five ten-year-olds instead of three (laughs) here they are on a giant couch like it's pretty fun yeah um man these these kids in this video are pretty good you gotta look this up dude and this also came out february 23rd 2018 oh wow excuse me Uh, (laughs) like let's see what uh, we can do about bop kids bop Look at these fashions. Look at that kid. Look at that rebop. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, we're bringing back the 90s at this point that yeah. uh, these kids are doing that. Especially, uh, like, anime keyboard, keyboard player who's wearing goggles. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And a fanny pack. It's yeah, so the, good. Like, gender-swapped Scott Pilgrim girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Or, got, or not gender. Yeah. Oh, I love super preppy drummer. Uh, yeah, who's oh this? Is, we should have done this video instead. It's the, the, we can do both. That's the nice thing about teenage dirtbags. <laughs> okay, great. And um, I don't know what it is. Like I know they're children, but them sitting in that giant chair makes them look like way <laughs> too small. Yeah, I I, I also don't like it. <laughs> the, um, like when they're dancing, yeah. they just like like kids that are dancing. But in that chair, yeah. they, it looks like they're puppets. Yeah, they, they, they definitely shrink down to puppet size for that part. They borrow the gigantic chair from Gallagher. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Brayton, mm-hmm. which Pokemon is tasty? Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm willing to tell you. You tell me the Pokemans. We got a bit of Snorlax. And we're gonna make some Big Macs. Gonna take a spinner rack. Then we're gonna add some flax seeds. The bell sprouted in my belly at Etouffee with some togepi Aromatics with my stunky Spoink Rashes with my jelly Peanut butter with my Bonsley My junior pate is my one wish For a gonzo walking sandwich Served hot or tepid Ghastly full of lipids We're gonna use science to determine which pokes are Delicious nutrition dishes that fulfill your gourmand wishes Sit back, have a drink, the wait will be with you shortly. We gotta snack them all, we gonna get so portly. Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, Iggly Buffin Tops! Everyone has a job to do. Uh, between these two Pokemon, <laughs> Brayden, and just to remind everybody, we are in the third matchup of the right side of the bracket. Okay. Now, I've never done a tournament before, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that in the third round yeah. of each bracket, we're going to have a three-way oh. uh, thing. Okay. Because I didn't I didn't design this well, just so everyone knows. Because I don't, I don't want to do a buy round. I mean, that gets into weird tournament, you know, runoff tournaments and shit that yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but for now, which Pokemon is tastiest, Duosian or Feramosa? Oh, man. I feel like I... I... Duosian. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Duosian. Okay, I know that guy. And what was the other one? Pharaoh. 
Pheromosa with PH. It is a pheromone based Pokemon, apparently. <laughs> oh my god. Pheromosa <laughs> um, does not have a lot going on as far as substance. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, can you describe both of these Pokemon for our listeners? Sure, of course. We'll start with, uh, Duosian, um, who is, is kind of like a, a psychic, um, little jelly ball with like a little dude inside of mm-hmm. it, uh, who kind of, I don't know, kind of looks like a bell, but, uh, not exactly. Yeah. I know that's not a great decision. Like when someone's like, it looks like this thing, but not like that. It, a, it looks like a cell to me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a cell is a good description and then uh pheromosa is like uh like a real straight up sex bug (laughs) (laughs) like it's a like a real sexy bug it's got long legs and high heels and it's uh, it's shell slash wings look like really voluminous hair Mm -hmm. uh it's got giant eyelashes Mm -hmm. imagine Um, like marilyn monroe (laughs) as a bug in case you haven't already yeah, in case yeah, without being as curvy. Yeah, um, just uh, yeah. So, no, but but which one? You know, it's not yeah. which one is sexiest. This is interesting. That's way down the is genderless. That is interesting because it's got uh, Pheromosa has a lot of female signifiers. Yes, exactly. The um, uh, the coding on Pheromosa is is lady coding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a little tiny ball of jelly with maybe mm-hmm. a little something inside could be crunchy, and then you've, <laughs> sure. you've got basically a sexy stick bug. Yeah, sexy stick bug versus like jelly crunch center. I'm gonna go with jelly crunch center and give this to Duosian. Um, I just, I'm sorry, I just don't think there's enough Feromosa to to really even maybe get a good taste out of it. Yeah, Feromosa Feromosa would be less yeah. than like a single pocky. So back to Hansen and back to in an Umbop, we're back. And one of my favorite parts of the video. Now I, I sold this video to you thinking this was a specific thing and it's actually way dumber. Yeah. So they, they go to the beach and the reason they're going to the beach for a reason, Yeah. which is revealed here. Um, and I thought they all just kind of tried to hold water in their hands <laughs> and then stood around looking at it, Yeah. which is pretty good. But in fact, they've all brought one element of life. Uh, seeds, dirt, and water. Yeah. And am I wrong? Does the little kid not have something like written on the palm of his hand? Like when he flips it over, he drops some stuff, but it looks like there's still something in there. Let me, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing it because there's a lot to take in there. Yeah, it does look like he's, he's got like stuff stuck to his hand. I mean, I understand if it's seeds, maybe they got stuck, but it, it, the seeds look different than what he's yeah. pouring. Yeah. What do you, what do you think he's got written on there? Could be anything. Could be uh, the lyrics to Umbop. Could say Umbop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably does. Could could have his name. Could be the bus line he's supposed to get on to get back home. <laughs> In case his brothers abandon him again. <laughs> the um. So the best part is after they do this, they dump all this on the ground. There's yeah. maybe like two seconds of them standing in a circle, just looking at the ground. <laughs> that I, is pretty incredible <laughs> shit. Yeah, uh, I would love it's, to have a poster of that. I'm just. just it, it, it would be a really great, like, this era alternative band, uh, like, mm-hmm. album cover, though. Yep. And then it immediately cuts to some stock footage of a flower blooming. Yeah. And and then, you know, back and forth to the pastiche of, of time travel. They're on the moon. They're in downtown Los Angeles. They're uh, forest gumping around. They're forest gumping around. The, uh, the young one is confused by what a payphone is. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and and confused about what the camera is. <laughs> He's the only one that seems to be aware that they're in a video. Like he he walks up and is like, "What's this camera doing there?" And the other guy is like, "Just gaslight the shit out of him." Yeah, I'm I'm really kind of expecting at one point one of them to like poke it like in a you know sugar baby sort of butterfly moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. The <laughs> sugar baby butterfly moment. <laughs> the, in a sugar baby butterfly moment, you're gone. Yeah. Um, the uh, so so the the payphone thing is very good. Because the other guy, one of the guys picks up a payphone, and the other guy just goes, look at this, look at this payphone. What is this? Like, what is this? What's the meaning of this? <laughs> uh, extremely funny. We haven't talked, we talked a little bit about the song being very catchy. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. The thing I want to point out is that, uh, so the, the, the history of the song. Mm-hmm. Everyone, is everyone ready for a little Wikipedia set at best? I would love some. Wikipedia. 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 To the song, originally there was a slower, more dour, serious version of this. I can see that. It kind of has some sad lyrics to it. A little bit, yeah. Um, And I... uh, they, they they shopped it around to record companies or record producers, uh, labels. That's the word. Yeah. Nobody wanted it. Eventually, someone took it and they got uh, the Dust Brothers to turn it into this. <laughs> and there's two things I want to say about that. One is this is one of those songs where when you watch the video and wa- it, like watch them play instruments, mm-hmm. them playing instruments has no relation to what you're hearing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you can't you can't make out keyboard parts. Like he never stops pounding the keyboard, but you can't hear anything. Yeah. Any of that. Yeah. He's he's uh he's pounding out an umbop. He is, he's 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 a preteen pounding out umbops <laughs> and all you hear is the song, you know? Mm-hmm. Um the other thing though, and I don't know if you knew about this, uh, about the Dust Brothers um, but the Dust Brothers existed, mm-hmm. and then the Chemical Brothers existed. Yeah. And the Chemical Brothers loved the Dust Brothers so much that they just changed their name to the Dust Brothers. Did you know that? Seriously? Yeah. It was a, the guy in my band was telling me about it, and it was just like, what? And then we all looked it up on Wikipedia. And, yeah, I thought they yeah. were two different things altogether. Well, they were, yeah. until one of them just decided to hermit, like forcibly hermit crab the other one's name. They're like, well, the Dust Brothers retired. The Dust Brothers yeah, so we can they retired their number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now it's us. Uh, super, super silly. And uh, the, the Andrew, one of the guys in my band, made one of my all time favorite jokes about it because uh, the other guy was just like, "Yeah, did you know that the the Dust Brothers, like or the Chemical Brothers, the Dust, the Chemical Brothers changed used to be called the Dust Brothers and then changed it, yeah. or they changed their name to the Dust Brothers?" And Andrew <laughs> said, "What did they change on Ellis Island?" And the, the idea yeah. of the Dust Brothers turning the Chemical Brothers turning into the Dust Brothers on Ellis Island is very yeah funny. yeah like that's the Americanized version like yeah of Chemical sorry Chemical <laughs> that sounds too Jewish yeah exactly you'll never you'll never make it here you know uh, a tier British jungle beat trip hopists <laughs> you know <laughs> like dr- drum and bass connoisseurs yeah sorry go back uh, we're gonna turn your name into dust. Who no one will remember yeah. you, Ozymandias. <laughs> um, are we to the parking lot yet? Oh, are we to the fun rollerblade section? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Blade Rollerblade City. Did Did you think you didn't notice that like they have the rent a rent a um, scooter, razor scooter? 
thing around town? No, I, I didn't notice a razor scooter. They're like electric razor scooters that you can rent now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant yeah. in the video. Oh, no, no, no. This this is, this predates that mildly. Um, I would never have thought like razor scooters would come back, but they're back in a big way. Yeah, well, they're they're motorized, which is mm-hmm. so so much fun. Yeah, much better. Have you ever read on one? I have not, but I just had a conversation with two people about how much they love them today. <laughs> I think you and I should try to do it for science. Sure, for the show. yeah. Like, we had to find a way to relate it to Teenage Dirtbag, so we had to, like, drive them to an STP reunion concert or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Anywhere in the tri-state area. Like, you and I, razor scootering to Boise, oh, no. dressed in the same clothing. Uh, <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, I, uh, I, rollerblades have not come back. Do you think those things are on their way back? I don't know. I don't think so. It, it's strange to me that they, they had such an impact. Uh, they basically, mm-hmm. like, removed roller skates for a small period of time. Like, And now roller <laughs> skates are back, and no one cares about roller blades. Yeah, it's like we can only and, – and the, the tri-blade never got a chance. No. Like the the, the the roller skates with three three rows, yeah. Like the stick the stick trio, right? Yeah. Of uh, of skates of foot conveyance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. I would have really appreciated that. I think. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna start making yeah roller blades that are more like like razors, you know. Sixteen yeah, yeah. rows of wheels. <laughs> uh, that sounds extremely uh, safe, actually. Yeah. You know, which, which I, I'm kind of into. Yeah, you're just basically on a on a big sheet of plywood. <laughs> See, <laughs> a ton of wheels under it, but it goes forward. Yeah. Um, this is not this isn't quite Wikipedia, but there's an article on the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like an oral history of this song. Okay. Uh, from from the the main Hanson about uh, how we made Umbop, and I find him very annoying. Yeah. Uh, during this. How how so? In what way? Um, just like uh, the, you know, so uh, <clears throat> um, we listen. I was fourteen. My brothers Taylor and Zach were twelve and ten, respectively. We listened to a lot of doo wop, which influenced the chorus of Umbop. Mm-hmm. We were trying to write a part for another song, came up with this catchy hook, but didn't really fit. Much much later, I said to the guys, "Hey, remember that hook? It really sticks in your head. We need to find a way to use it." Then, as we were getting ready for bed, we all sang it together in the bathroom. Like, now, doesn't that feel like a homeschool abuse cult situation to you? <laughs> when you put it that way, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, these they're, they're kids that have never been separated. Yeah, do they brush each other's teeth? They, Yeah, they're like, in the bathroom together. They all sing bop together mm-hmm. in the bathroom. And the, the uh, uh, a few days later, Taylor was sitting at a keyboard with this intense look on his face. Yeah. I have an idea, he said. We can make this song about life and all the rejection we're feeling. And like, <laughs> it's just fucking weird, man. I, oh man, I just I like to imagine the the scene in the bathroom where like little little kid sitting on the toilet, but he has like four toilet ro- like toilet paper rolls set up in front of him <laughs> and to drum on. Yeah, and then like they're just like they start singing bop, and he's like, I can feel the bop in the air tonight. Yeah. Well, it only takes six umbops to drown. It, so that, that's what that song's about. <laughs> I saw you drowning. Uh. <laughs> oh man, um, it's it's been an umbop since we uh, checked in to see which Pokemon is tasty. Okay, let's do that real quick. Let's do that and, fi- and finish on out. Tell tell now, me who we got. We got a bit of Snorlax. 
and we're gonna make some Big Macs. Gonna take a spinner rack, then we're gonna add some flax seeds. The bell sprouted in my belly, etouffee with some togepi, aromatics with my stunky spoink. Rashes with my jelly, peanut butter with my bonsley. My junior pate is my one wish for a gonzo walking sandwich served hot or tepid, ghastly full of lipids. We're gonna use science to determine which pokes are delicious nutrition dishes that fulfill your gourmand wishes. So sit back, have a drink, the wait will be with you shortly. We gotta snack them all, we gonna get so portly. Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, Iggly Buffin Tops! Or a truss. Or worm a damn trash. Wow. I'm sorry. Who's the second one? I, 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 it, it showed up on the randomizer, so it seems uh, worm a damn trash. So it, this is a, it's a variation of the regular worm a damn. Wow. There's like eight different versions of worm a damn. Yep. And this one. So it's, it's for a truss. Or Wormadam Trash. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's start with for, uh, Foratress, which is, uh, I think, the best way to put it. It kind of looks like a little meteor Pokemon that's got, um, it looks like a little tiny robot hanging out inside. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the meat shell. Um, and there's two two big round eyes mm-hmm. poking out. Now, Wormadam... <laughs> Well, you really like dug deep on the weirdos. Mm-hmm. I, I just uh, so sometimes it will pop up with the ones we've already done in other tournaments. Yeah, I think that I'm getting more weird because we've done a few, you know, done so many of these for the last twenty years or whatever. Sure, we don't want to do like Eevee every time. Yeah. So Wormadam uh, trash <laughs> appears to be like a small. I don't know <laughs> rat on a cloud, maybe. <laughs> But it's 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 greener. Well, the, the regular version. Oh, so they're different. That's just the one that's like greenery. So he can be on a cloud. He can be on a tree. Yeah. There's one layer is on sand. This one is on just a, is just on a cloud. Yeah, and the, it's a cloud of uh, probably garbage would be my guess because mm-hmm. it's a uh, trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, gosh, what is the? Is it? Oh, it's related to Motham. Okay. Okay, so it's a it's another. Bug. They're both bag worms, according to <laughs> Bulbapedia here. Uh, I, you know, I'm gonna. I this, feel this like this is a tough one, man. It is a tough one because Fortress doesn't actually seem like it's, it's got too edible. Like, yeah, it seems, he's a robotic clam. It's a bug steel. Uh, it evolves from a, a, a pine, pine cone. cone. It's a, oh, and that's like an evil pine cone at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect to make this like. You know, it'd be like Sophie's choice if if Sophie didn't like either of her kids, and she just got to choose which one she had to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, I, Sophie's you know, choice I, too. I'm gonna regret this, but I'm gonna have to give it to Wormadam just because I think I really think um, <laughs> Fortress is just gonna it it's gonna taste like rocks and and metal, and I don't want that. Yeah, you're you're you're. Uh... Your inability and disinterest in eating metal has been established already. Yeah, I feel like that's like a, a non-food item. And while it has a taste or a flavor, I feel like that is, you know, it, it's not what this tournament it's is It's on about. the spirit of and the tournament. Even, 
even if Wormadam trash is going to taste like garbage, uh, <laughs> garbage is a thing that I've eaten. Yeah, it's and also the thing about garbage, right, is that it's just contextual. Yes. So garbage only becomes garbage once you take anything and put it in the garbage. It's like art. You know, so like you could you can make the most delicious meal in the world, and the second you put it into a clean trash bag, it's technically garbage. That's uh, yeah. It's you're you're going back to that Seinfeld argument of the eclair being on top yeah. of the garbage, and therefore yeah. it's not garbage. Yeah, but like where I like I I've eaten bagels out of the garbage. Sure. Yeah, uh, you know, fuck it. <laughs> I, I would probably uh, probably end up making making the same choice you did, uh, even though I, I do think that the, that Warmadam's. Uh, trash is his future may be a little bit limited yeah i don't i don't think he's gonna go far in this or or she uh, as the case may be mm-hmm. uh i don't i don't think she's gonna get very far yeah but be- you'll have to tune in to find out yes yeah uh that is in two weeks when we uh we talk about what uh our, our next step our next video hey what uh what did we learned today we got any wrap-up thoughts about that umba boy well we we didn't quite figure out how long an umbop is Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really talk about how how you know in an umbop it could be gone, uh, your good yeah. mood or your bad. And 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 if the whole idea is that it can be gone, yeah. uh, at that point, that could be like any number of uh, uh, of things, right? So like, you know, if you're talking about like an emperor mm-hmm. in a century, that could be gone, or an empire. Yeah, yeah. You know, so an umbop could be a century. It could be. Uh, when, yeah, I mean, on a cosmic scale, that is like an umbop, you know. <laughs> cosmic scale, our lives are but umbops. <laughs> I, yeah, that's very generous, even, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I bet you our, our lives are, are even smaller than an umbop, like it's just an mbop. Yeah. Like, yeah. isn't, isn't that like the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing? Like, if you, if you take the history of the universe and said it was an entire calendar year, like, humanity has only existed in the last, like, five minutes of the last day. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, so even, even smaller than an umbop. Yeah. Yeah. If you took the entirety of human existence and made it a calendar year, I think an umbop would have to be at least, like, an hour. Yeah, I mean on a cosmic scale again. On a cosmic scale, <laughs> yes. We should uh, we should tweet at Neil deGrasse Tyson and find out. Ask him what an umbop yeah, actually. How long is an umbop? <laughs> and then he could quote tweet us and be like, "Actually, umbops are not scientifically proven to exist." And then all of his insufferable fans will make fun of us as yeah. if we weren't joking. But then we'll we'll end up uh, secretly becoming friends with all the flat earthers who hate him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, They'll come uh, to our defense. That'd be awesome. Like, I, I don't want to be a flat earther, but I'd like a flat earther friend. Yeah. You're like, you, you can't know? disprove the the existence of umbops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, umbops are stored in the balls. Um, we've learned a lot today. Um, <laughs> if, uh, but if you think you've heard everything, you ain't. Nothing yet. Every episode of your bags ends with a poem by an onion. Wait, yes. Do you have a poem by an onion for us? I do. It's a short, sweet one. Are you ready? Uh, I love a small, sweet onion. Okay. I've got a feeling that you're appealing to my sense of irony when you say you spent the day updating Bulbapedia. Very good. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, Bulbapedia said it best. Yes. Um, if you like this show, you can support the entire network at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. And uh, it's been a minute since we've gotten a, re- a review. If you like the show, why not write us a review on iTunes? Yeah, do it up. Do it up. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your friends' enemies. Mm-hmm. Tell your frenemies. Wait, are you your friends' enemies? 
Uh, <laughs> it's like a logic puzzle there for a second. <laughs> okay, uh, Billy there's has two a doors. Shirt. Yeah, <laughs> one of one of them. There's two guards. One of them is his friend's frenemy. Yeah. The other one is the enemy of his friend. Which one is your? What is your relationship to them? I uh, I saw a little meme of of people describing Dungeons and Dragons uh, parties, and it mm-hmm. was like, um, what was. <laughs> It was, it was like, oh, you come across the door. There are two guards. One of them always lies. The other one always tells the truth. And the wizard's like, oh, I know this one. First, we have to. And the barbarian just kills one of them, and then asks the other, "Are you dead?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, he's lying. Let's go this yeah. way. <laughs> oh. Murder hobos. Oh, Murder hobos. Um, why not uh, join us next time on this episode of Murder Hobos? Uh, in 2017 uh, when we vow to have a better sign off